We're at the STC Summit, and I'm talking with Alan Porter, who has just published a book on James Bond. So, Alan, can you tell me what the title is and what the book's about and why you decided to write it? Uh, the book's called James Bond, The History of the Illustrated 007, and basically it's the history of James Bond in comic books around the world. And the reason I decided to write it is not a lot of James Bond fans or comic book fans actually know that more James Bond stories have been published in comics format than any other medium. So there was, there's only like 20 movies and 20, 20 novels, but there's like 150 original Bond stories just in the comics format. So it's, it's like his secret history, if you like. When does James Bond start? What what the what's the year that he comes out and and why did he come out that year? Um, started in 1957 when Ian Fleming published his first novel. Why that year? Because um, he was on vacation. Um, basically, Fleming got a great job where he was given two months of paid vacation to spend the time in Jamaica doing whatever he wanted, and he decided to write a novel. And from that point until the year he died, that's what what he did every year. He would take two months off, go write a James Bond novel, then go back to his day job. What uh, what appeals to you about the James Bond figure? And, and, yeah, just in general, what appeals to you about this this type of character? Wow. Um, the great thing about James Bond is, like a lot of good fictional heroes, is it's sort of... He's not a complete character, so he's the sort of character that you can project yourself into. Um, he's not a superhero, so the idea... You know, with Bond, if you actually read the original novels, he goes on a lot of training courses. He actually reads a lot of technical manuals, too. Um, Fleming actually talks in books about how he go, go before he goes on a mission. He spends weeks reading the technical manuals and getting briefed on all the stuff he has to do. So really, he he's, he could be anybody who just actually puts in that extra level of work. So it's an easy character f- to project yourself into and then sort of imagine yourself in the in the glamorous situations. Obviously, the movie James Bond is a bit more of a superhero where he seems to naturally know everything and how to do everything. But the the actual original Bond is is much more of an everyday guy. I actually didn't know that. I mean, I've never read a James Bond novel, so I didn't know that he puts in all this preparation because in the movies he just he just seems to know what to do. But uh, so, so, do you think maybe the appeal to technical communicators about this James Bond figure is that it's a, this exciting life of adventure and and expertise and recognition, whereas the technical writer's life is usually kind of boring, humdrum, uh, lack of recognition. I wouldn't say it's a boring humdrum profession. Being a technical writer has got me all around the world and travelled to places I never would have gone before. Um, I think, yeah, I mean, I think that's part of the appeal for for him with anybody. I mean, you know, he has a day job. You know, he's a civil servant during the day and then he just goes off and does these these exciting things on the side. And, uh, yeah, I think that's part of the appeal of the character. What's the best James Bond movie? The the new James Bond stuff? The old James Bond stuff? Or or the, the Casino Royale version? Oh, wow. Um, I love the Daniel Craig Casino Royale um, because it's very close to the books. And actually, for me, my favorite Bond movies are the the three or four that are are very close to the novel. So Casino Royale, From Russia With Love, On A Majesty's Secret Service, um, they were all very close to the original novels. Um, The new one, Quantum of Solace, I did not like so much. But I do like Daniel Craig as Bond. He is very good as the character. So tell me more about what your book contains. You said it's the illustrated history, so you, you have a lot of commentary and research that's gone on here. Just tell us a little bit about what readers could expect. Um, well, it's not the illustrated history, it's the history of the illustrated 007. So, <laughs> so uh, it, what it is, um, basically, is the story of Bond in pu- is publishing history around the world in, in, in an illustrated format. So it, 
talks about his publishing history in the US, in Sweden, Chile, Japan, but all sorts of places around the world where original Bond stories were, were written. Um, and then the, a large part of the book is each of those 145 stories that I mentioned is basically a synopsis and then commentary about the stories and uh, what's good about them and what's bad about them and in some cases what's completely ridiculous about them um, and any sort of where they were reprinted and where they're available and where you can get them now. And it, included in it, we have covers from around the world, artwork from around original art, interviews with some of the creators um, who dr- wrote and drew the original the, these Bond stories. So now you also presented here at the conference about comics, right? So maybe this taps into your research on the book, maybe it doesn't, but tell us a little bit about what you presented on comics and maybe how this relates to your research on Bond. Um, well, that's an hour-long subject. <laughs> Basically, the, my message with, with presenting on comics is there's a lot in the, co- in the techniques and art and craft of, of producing comic books that applies to technical documentation. And really, the underlying theme of, of my presentation is, you know, comics are about um, s- sequential images a comic basically is images in sequence that tells a narrative and if you can take that simple thing and apply it to technical documentation it actually improves the usability makes it a lot easier for people who maybe not necessarily understand english or are not as technical to actually understand what you're actually trying to deliver and also that comics is very much is it is a teamwork where it's not just the writer it's the writer an illustrator a colorist a letterer and when you're writing comic books basically you write to try and work with that team to communicate the message and they're your primary audience not necessarily the end reader um, so as a writer your audience becomes your other team members who can work with you to try and put together the best way to visualize your message and if you apply that to technical documentation you'll end up with better technical documentation as well so now I know the Google Chrome documentation came out as a comic, but it was like 38, 39 pages, and most people were probably pretty fascinated by the first five, and then they lost interest. Do you recommend keeping comic-type documentation short, or could you go a full-length sort of at a full-length scale? You could go a full-length scale. I, I actually talked about this in the presentation. I think the problem with the, with the Google Chrome um, example was that it doesn't have a central narrative it's actually like interviews with 16 different engineers which was pretty much prescribed subscribed uh, verbatim into the into the comic book and then illustrated when i try to do technical comics i always try and find a point of view character who the reader or the technical writer can em- emphasize with or the end user can empathize with and actually have a story which has a beginning a middle and end, and actually dr- takes them on a journey through what they need to know so at the end of it they know more than they did at the start of it and I think the problem with the Google book because it was 16 different points of view you get part way through and you lose track of whose story it is you're trying to actually follow that's actually that's a cool point I mean you talk about having a story that's integrated throughout um, it seems like that would really contextualize the soft the software situation into a specific scenario with personas that the reader can relate to is that kind of the idea yeah that's the idea exactly and i actually have a strong belief that all technical documentation should be a story anyway whether it's software hardware or or training documentation that it should like i said have a beginning a middle and an end and you know you should start wanting to know something and it should take you down the path at the end of it you've learned what it is that you wanted to know i'm actually really intrigued by the idea of documentation as story so how far do you take this do you do you put sample users and give them names or are you just talking in a general sense about a, a start point and an end point it, it depends on the audience that you're delivering it to i've done some where we have you know to the point where we've made superheroes out of out of example users and given them names and powers and told that sort of story i've done other ones where it is just basically um 
we've come up, like you said, with a persona, like an ideal, you know, if you're this sort of user, hopefully it will, you know, this is the path that you need to take rather than actually creating an individual character. Um, but you need some point of reference, some point of empathy. Um, and actually a good way to do that is just through the use of icons as well. Um, you know, it, the more abstract an icon is, the more it, re- it can be, uh, people will associate, more people will associate with it. So if you use um, some of the best web comics, um, XKCD is a great web comic and they use stick figures. Um, and you know everybody can basically relate to a stick figure because it's very very abstract. So um, you can do it that way as well. Uh, Alan, where can people buy your book? You said it's sold out in the bookstore except for one last copy here. So where do you where do you buy it? Uh, Amazon.com. Um, <laughs> yeah, if you just search for Alan J. Porter, you need the J in the middle. Um, you'll you'll find my James Bond book and several other books I've written. And tell us the title one more time. James Bond: The History of the Illustrated 007. All right, thanks, Alan.